0: Seven Yo, back.
1: we back. It is Sunday, uh, April 17th, Easter Sunday. Uh, The Lord, uh, he has risen for sure. Uh, yeah, we had some Good playoff off. games Happy on Easter. Saturday. We had some playoff games Saturday and Sunday, and it's our job to talk about them, I
0: guess. Our job, that's a pretty heavy word for what we do.
1: We just want to talk yeah. about basketball, okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's do that.
1: So do you wanna cover it in like chronological order?
0: I mean what you mean from like game one or until today? No, like
1: are, like the game from, from the first game, like you know, the games on Saturday and then we move to Sunday type shit.
0: Oh my god, I tell you, bro, I barely kept up with what happened yesterday. All right. But we'll
1: cover it anyway. Okay. All right. So yesterday the first game was the Jazz at Mavericks. The Jazz won by six. Mitchell had thirty-two points. Gobert had seventeen rebounds. Um overall, I mean Donovan Mitchell took over in the second half. And um uh but overall,
0: really, it's really overall surprises.
1: Yeah, it was. I once I saw the report that Luca was out, I knew. Yeah, the the Mavs ain't winning game yeah. one. <laughs> All right.
0: It's over. Luca's never been out of the first round. That's not changing this year. He like should Mavs.
1: be back by game two, reportedly.
0: By game two, we'll see. Wasn't it like a Achilles or something?
1: I believe it was like a yeah. It was like a lower body entry. Let me see. And so yeah, overall, um, Jazz had a pretty good game. I mean, I just think that if they could only beat the Mavs by six okay. without Luca, I think with Luca coming back is I think the Mavs with Luca are better than the Jazz, in in my opinion. So I feel like yeah. with Luca comes back, it's gonna it's gonna be a much more interesting series. As long as he's playing good. I don't know how if he's like trying to rush back from injury and he's gonna be trash, but
0: that yeah, was Who a knows. cash train. Let's remember here, Luca is still like what, twenty-three, twenty-four. There's no rush for him to do anything special. Right now he is the entire Mavericks franchise. They have no bro else like, but him.
1: I don't know why the Mavericks are being so fucking stupid, bro. Like they literally like gave Luca a bag of Doritos for teammates and they're like, good job. Like
0: their team so... hierarchy goes Luca then Spencer dimly. It's rough out here. It's really rough in these streets.
1: I mean, I, I think Spencer Dinwiddie kind of nice with it, but he ain't all that.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a good man no off the bench. So. He, he's not no secondary player. But Lucas right. got a hell of a time. Let him take a full recovery. This playoff run means really nothing for them.
1: Oh yeah, because I don't think the Mavericks will make it far. Even if they get past the first round, I don't think they're making it past the second round.
0: Just because yeah. just... once they get to the second round, they gotta go against the Suns or the, the Pelicans, but let's be real, it's the Suns. So Yeah, let's let's be getting, real. They're getting bodied.
1: They're getting swanton bombed by by the Exactly. So yeah, I would just little like Honestly, as much as you want to win the series, I would low-key see, like, just leave Bluka out. Just save him for next year. You have a long career ahead of him. Don't.
0: Exactly. He's, what, 23? Like, you're, yeah, 23. No rush for him to do anything yet. He just copped a super next. He's got five more years added on to his extension.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, bro,
0: plenty of time. Nothing to worry about yet.
1: So, all right. Then moving on, this game was fun to watch. Timberwolves upset the Grizzlies one thirty to one seventeen. Anthony Edwards is that guy. I'm just saying, like, and what was it? Thirty
0: two points, thirty six points,
1: thirty six points on twelve for twenty three shooting. Added six assists and two blocks, and then Carl Anthony Towns followed up with another twenty nine points, thirteen rebounds. So, like the Timberwolves are like, don't sleep. I mean, like, I mean, like, they're not yeah, a typical seventh seed.
0: I said this last time, bro. I told you the Timberwolves are sleepers.
1: I was speaking of last time. I was at like Clippers, uh, Clippers sleeper pick. Hey,
0: hey listen. Hey, listen. Uh, I I don't recall ever saying that. That's not in my recollection.
1: I wish wow. I could just replay that never clip. you be like, the Clippers be
0: low-key, make the never fun. I never said that. Uh, I don't recall that. And then, because Paul George was out, and then we heard Kawhi isn't coming back for the playoffs, even if they did make it. So, even if they got past the play-in, it was wrapped right for them.
1: You can't so take the pandemic it. out of Pandemic P.
0: <laughs> it was a for you before Pandemic And yeah, just looking on
1: the Grizzlies side, I mean, Ja had 32 points, Brooks had 24. I mean, the one common theme I see throughout the media, because I personally did not watch this game, but I heard how the Grizzlies, like, it just looked like the Grizzlies seemed worse when Ja was on the floor. Like, it was just, it was weird, like, I mean we see how good they are when John John Morant was injured yeah. but it seemed like and the other thing also is that Pat Bev like is like Jaws worst nightmare in this series like it's
0: Pat Bev is everybody's worst nightmare though like that man is an absolute menace out there I mean like, it's also
1: the fact that John Morant scored like I forgot how many of his points, but it was, like, over 20 of his 32 points when he wasn't being guarded by Pat Bev, and, like, it was just, like, yeah, he was getting clamped up. Like, it was bad. Like, I mean, I know he clamps up a lot of people. Yeah.
0: Pat Bev is like Alex Caruso with Black Air Forces. Like, I mean, yeah. He's he's insane. I wouldn't want – nobody wants to be guarded by Patrick Beverly.
1: Obviously, it's only the first game of the series, but I, like we said, the Timber or the Grizzlies, I mean, I know the Timberwolves don't have a lot of experience either, but the Grizzlies are really young. Like, at least, like, the so Timberwolves have, like, guys like Pat Bev, who is is experienced, and Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, he hasn't been in the playoffs a lot, but, like, he's been around the league a little bit, but the Grizzlies are just you know they're like children compared to everyone else so it's like Mm -hmm. that inexperience is kind of biting them in the back
0: yeah it's not like it's not like the Timberwolves are very old either though like they got how many players that are that like over 25 like less than half of their roster or over half of the roster is under 35 and most of them haven't been in the playoffs. so really like it's it's young versus young. It's really just who's gonna be better, who's like got more raw talent at this point.
1: Yeah, honestly, but yeah. So that one is gonna be a really fun series to watch, especially just Ant versus Jaw. I mean, any anything you want to add about that series before we move on to the?
0: No, I, I said I said that's gonna be a, like the Timberwolves. are gonna be one of the most fun teams to watch. The Grizzlies are going to be one of the most fun teams to watch. So, that's a good series to look out for. All I got to say. Yeah.
1: So, then, moving on, you got Sixers beating the Raptors by 20. And, to me, that just seems expected. I mean, I just don't see the Raptors as just an amazing team. I mean, I've always seen, like, where, like, I've always been, like, down on Pascal Siakam. Like, he always – Fills the stat sheet really well, but I just never thought of him as, like, a good basketball player. Like, I never, like, I know it's because he's not flashy, but, like, I, I just I don't know, but it's, like, I mean, the Raptors have Van Fleet. I mean, he's really cool, fun to watch, but, like, this is just really expected. I feel like the Sixers are just going to brutally just molest them,
0: but... Absolutely, but Sixers, they have two superstar players with them. And You know, it's a lot of it's a system completely built around Joel Embiid. And, and right now, Raptors don't have bigs like that. No. And they got – most of their uh, center minutes are coming from Pascal and, like, Chris Boucher, who neither of them are as tall as Embiid is. Like, they're significantly, significantly smaller. They don't have a single person on the – I'm looking at the roster right now. Not a single person on the roster is over 6'9". Yeah, so like they're just like at a significant like, disadvantage.
1: Yeah, Siakam started at center, I believe, in that game. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, there's not a whole lot they can do to actually get up there and stop and beat. Impressions, so this is a chihuahua, a chihuahua, a chihuahua, <laughs> but yeah. I, 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 you, uh. Yeah, it's, like, yeah,
1: but it, it it was an expected outcome, honestly. And then moving on to your your boy Nikola Jokic, um, losing big to the Warriors. Um,
0: uh, let's be honest, there. When you're when you're losing to a was it was it Jordan Poole? Was yeah, Jordan Poole? yeah. When you're losing to Jordan Poole, like you know. Your okay, is but good.
1: Jordan Poole was kind of good though.
0: Jordan Poole is good. I'm not going to lie. He's wrong. But when you got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the court and you're losing to Jordan Poole, like, are you in a good position? I don't think so.
1: Hell no.
0: I said Embiid as a player is really good. The Nuggets as a team right now are garbage. They're missing two of the young stars. They have a big three who's been cut to one because of injuries. We haven't yeah. seen Jamal Murray play for almost two seasons. Has it been two full seasons? I think so. Bubble. We haven't seen him play since the bubble and Michael Porter Jr. has been out. Speaking of, on the topic, Michael Porter Jr., this man really caught like a 180 million extension for five years <laughs> and got injured. <laughs> <laughs> been since he signed that. That's the insane. ultimate finisher. I I, I,
1: swear. I. You guys, the thing was, is like, I know he has a lot of potential, but he didn't even, like, play, like, I mean, I guess it was flashes, but I just I just feel like it would be really rash to, like, give him that much money and just potential. I mean.
0: Yeah. When I saw all these guys from that draft class get in their, like, bags, and then I saw Michael Porter Jr., I was like, what are they thinking? Because <laughs> like, the rest of them are already there at their, like, their star level. It was, like, it was, like, Luca, Trae Young, uh, someone else, I forget who, and Michael Porter Jr. all caught their, like, max extensions. Like, Why would you give it to, to Michael Porter Jr., too? He's not in that same class yet.
1: I don't I'm know. He
0: can't be. I'm not saying he won't be, but I'm just saying he's he's not worth that type of money yet.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't have offered him that much in, in my dreams. And, yeah, mm-hmm. like, Jordan Poole is that guy, and I think the Warriors are going to take that one easily, so then uh, first game of – so we're moving on to Sunday's games. Um, Miami Heat just blew out the Atlanta Hawks. And honestly, it's going to be a blowout because it looks like the Hawks, I mean, I don't, I don't think they were to stand that much of a chance anyway, but then losing Clint Capella on top of that just diminishes their chances.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think they have John Collins back yet either, right? Uh, he had 21 minutes off the bench. Time. Oh, he's in? Okay. Well, either way, the Hawks are nowhere near the Hawks we saw last year, especially going against a really, like, super team. I'm don't. i don't, I'm not – let me take that back. I'm not calling the Heat a super team. But going against, like, a really good depth-wise team, like the Heat is right now, with the Hawks, they're, one of their biggest issues is not having heat or uh, depth. <laughs> so going against – like, the depth team at the Heat is it's going to be a huge problem for them.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, if you could um, entertain the audience. No, I, I had to cut this out because my mom is, like, calling me for whatever reason.
0: Uh, I'm going to entertain the audience.
1: I'll probably just cut this out.
0: Uh, no, you don't have to cut this out. I'll explain why I don't like Kobe Bryant right now.
1: Okay, go on that tangent.
0: All right. So it's time for me to explain why I don't like Kobe Bryant. So let's start with big reason number one is that he is the worst teammate possible. This man, we have multiple records of him coming in and telling his teammates that they're trash and will never amount to anything. He said he's injured. He came into practice the day before the deadline. He's like, I'm just the same to say goodbye to some of these bombs that are going anywhere. He never believed in anybody but himself. You know, that man never passed the ball to anybody but Shaquille O'Neal, and he never would pass the ball to anybody to Michael Jordan, saying like, oh, I wouldn't pass to anybody who's not better than me. Well, there's plenty of people who are better than you. Regardless, they weren't necessarily on his team at the time, but still, uh, you put that man in any other any other team, and he's going to absolutely destroy their system. Because he went to the Lakers and he stuck with the Lakers his whole career because he couldn't go anywhere else. Because they built that whole team and that whole system around Kobe Bryant just being super ball dominant, never passing anybody. The second, co- uh, the second Shaq left, they had zero success. <laughs> That's because Kobe was now the rising star. Uh, he was the complete superstar and he had the keys to the franchise and he couldn't deliver. Kobe never did anything without having a bunch of other key players around him. You, know, you go to 2009, he, didn't, he couldn't do anything without Pau Gasol and his other guys. You know, even at that, he was playing some bomb-ass team. I forget what team it was that he played, but their team was not a <laughs> You know, Kobe, he just ruined it. Like, he, he can't go anywhere but where he was. 'Cause Kobe doesn't fit a system. Kobe's system is the Kobe system. You gotta go around him. You can't. You can't fit into anybody else's way of going. You back, Robbie? Yeah.
1: Right. I'm just letting you uh, go. Go off. You know. Like, uh,
0: I think I'm. I think I'm about good. I just don't like. Kobe. Right. Arrogant. Arrogance. That's what I don't like too. Uh, okay. I'm, not, I'm not gonna get it after that. <laughs>
1: All right, so now we got the but the any any last thoughts on the Hawks and Heat? I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, mm-hmm. straightforward.
0: I saw nothing about that except for that the Heat absolutely put the gloves on these boys. Like was, they clamped the hell out of them. That's all I know. All
1: um, right, and yeah, so now moving on, fun game, Nets Celtics. Uh, Celtics, Jason Tatum that's, that's buzzer beater.
0: You that's the series we've been waiting for. It's true playoffs.
1: Yeah, and then Kyrie Irving against the Celtics fans. I mean, that's fun to watch. I mean, Kyrie had 39 oh, points and 12-20 shooting, He with 10-3, had six assists, five boards, four steals. And then, like, four Kevin Durant impressive, followed impressive it up with 23. Kyrie. What was that?
0: Four steals for Kyrie is crazy. That boy don't play a lick of defense. <laughs> yeah bro you, you could tell oh this is personal
1: and then um Celtics just the key players Jason Tatum had 31 points eight assists four rebounds two blocks and a buzzer beater um and then Jalen Brown followed up with 23 points five rebounds three assists four steals two blocks um
0: I want to speak on yeah the very last play because I saw that all over Instagram this man, it's entirely Kevin Durant's fault that they lost that game. Cause that boy was not watching his man at all. <laughs>
1: he, was d- he was just Jason staring over time. the space.
0: He was staring off the fans, bro. Probably fucking, he probably saw like Rihanna or some shit in the stands. He was like, God <laughs> damn. Bro got distracted. Shorty was like throwing it back or something. Bro, he was tripping out. He gave Jay JT that open bucket, sealed the game one. It was like, Yeah. Come on, bro. You stay focused
1: yeah that that was just real that was a really unfortunate file final play because for, like uh-huh. when Jalen Brown was trying to drive in they had it clamped Everyone's in position then he kicks it out to Marcus Smart and that's where things started going sh- to shit because then you had two guys both go at Marcus Smart and then there was a whole lot of position these then you know he's he drove in and then they um you know, and he because he pumped fake, drove in, and now everyone's out of position. And he's like, "Whoop!" Gives it to Tatum, and Tatum had the beautiful spin. And I mean, man, yeah, it was just a tough finish. So I swear, <laughs> yeah, I that, that's, that's another
0: really good series to look out look out for. I have no stock in who wins it. I really don't care. Actually, yeah. I do care. I want it to be the, the... Who you want it to be? Celtics.
1: Celtics? Yeah. The yeah. Thing, I think it's interesting is that the Nets, the Nets are like very top heavy, while the Celtics are have better de- like death. You know what I'm saying? Like because mm-hmm. the the Nets have probably the two best players in the court with Kyrie and, and Durant. I mean, and then obviously they have, like, Curry, who's – Curry's a good support. I mean, then there the are other guys are like Drummond, Bruce Brown, Draje Claxton, Mills, Edwards. Like, guys, I mean, they're okay. But, like, the Celtics, they had Tatum, Brown, Horford, Smart. All all four of them had 20-plus points. Like, that, that's just insane it's, like, with the, with the Nets, you had Kyrie with his 39, Durant with his 23. Then it drops down to Curry with 9, Drummond with 8, Brown with 5. Oh, wait, and then that's just the starting lineup. And then you had Droddick with 14 off the bench, and Claxton with 13 off the bench. And then Mills had 3 points, and that was it. While well, you have Tatum with 31, Brown with 23, Horford with 20, Smart with 20. Like, And then, you know, you had Dwight and Williams off the bench with 7. I mean, like – the Celtics have a bunch of good pieces with Tatum to, crop the, you know, cap it off. Well, the Celtics are very – or, I mean, the Nets are very top-heavy. Excuse me. But yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the the Celtics' depth doesn't get any attention because all the focus is on, like, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum because they've kind of just let them, let them run the show recently. But you got to realize, like, they're – Supporting cast is still dogs. They still got a lot of good people on that team who can go and get their buckets, go and play defense, get stops, do what they got to do.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. All right, now time for probably our longest and most heartfelt conversation: the Milwaukee Bucks to win ninety-three to eighty-six against our Chicago Bulls.
0: That's a that's a good old '90s game we just saw. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Oh, yeah, very, very rough style. Um, What what are your thoughts to kind of lead it off? Because I've been kind of leading it off a lot.
0: I thought Alex Caruso was my MVP for that game, even though we didn't win. That boy, he put on – the box score won't show it because he only got, like, two steals on the game, but he forced, like, ten turnovers in the second half. He was absolutely – he's, like, almost solely responsible for our comeback. I don't know, like all of our fire that came through in the second half, like we were not going to be nearly as close without Alex Caruso.
1: Yeah, and um, I like to, you know, as much as I uh, have a love-hate relationship with him, I want to give a shout out to we for actually kind of no, doing no, no, something.
0: No, no, no. no. no because no, no. he, he, he was our cost- lead scorer. He did box score, but he didn't show up where he needed. Okay, he scored a couple points, but a lot of those were on free throws. Let's keep it real; a lot of them were on free throws. He scored his points, but he wasn't able to go get rebounds that we needed, and he didn't make his open shots. So he had points, but he didn't have that impact that we needed him to have.
1: But I think he scored majority of our points on the beginning of the second half run to get us that close. I mean, he had twenty-four points, seventeen rebounds. Um two blocks and a steal, um, but he, he, in my opinion, like, he, I think what happened, I mean, we can talk about this more, like, we were talking about the whole thing is that I think it kind of, like, we, like, shocked ourselves, and, like, like when we when were, like, um, it was kind of, like, one of those moments where when we were, like, with, like, three minutes left and only down by four. Like, it was kind of, like, one of those, like, jokes or memes where, like, well, I never thought we'd get this far, like, type thing. And, like, so then everyone kind of just, like, melted down. Like, DeRozan was just throwing up shit, Vucevic was missing, Levine was missing. It was kind of one of those things where, like, they weren't, like, this is like, probably, like, one of the first times that they've experienced this moment against a really good team, and they're like, shit. Like, man, they never, like, are used to it. So they kind of just fell apart.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And a big part of why we were successful was coach Billy Donovan. Cause he saw like 10 seconds into the, the second half. I think he calls a timeout because we were playing shitty defense. That sparks our like our go ahead. We start going on a crazy comeback run. You know, he, he wasn't giving them an inch. He said, this is the playoffs and we want to freaking win boys. So we haven't seen coach D on the, the bulls playoff team yet. He's only been on the, uh, He's only been coaching the OKC playoff team is what we've seen. Yeah, and, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. I wasn't paying attention to coaching back then. I didn't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, the one person I would like to complain about is DeMar DeRozan. I already Bulls player I want to complain about is um, DeMar DeRozan is because uh, he shot six for 25. Um, it was horrendous yeah. to watch, especially down to stretch. We're we're within like three points or one point, and they would get to Demar Derozan, and he would, we would do our typical screen with Vooch and the guys they would do a, that quick double team real fast, and so but so then when Vucevic did the pick and pop, Vooch was open, and then Vooch at least was somewhat hitting his shots. I mean, he was he hit one third of his he missed, shots,
0: but he like missed a lot of open reads.
1: He, I mean, he made he made a couple, but, like, I mean, I just think compared to what DeRozan was shooting, it's, like, DeRozan down the stretch, I feel like, was forcing way too many shots over, like, he was trying to do, like, this hero ball type thing and shooting it over two people, Make trying to make these heavily contested layups, like, I would have wanted him to kick out a bit more, but, like, that's my only complaint it's just down to stretch i feel like if the rosen was smarter with the basketball like we could have like possibly won that game like because that because i remember like vividly like it was like two or three possessions in a row where it ended in a the rosen miss and that's when they got ahead by like five or like seven with like two minutes left or something like that or they got ahead by like five like two minutes left and then it was like kind of over all right and then they get extended it like you know it's bad
0: I think one of our biggest issues is that we're used to being like a really fast break team because during the during the regular season I think we were like one of the top teams at fast break points but what the Bucks did really well was getting their bodies back on defense and stopping our fast break because we had a lot of good defensive stops that happen quickly during transition from Caruso, especially, and Javante Green. Those are our, like really strong hustle guys. Uh, we got to, we're trying to just get back down the court real fast, but we're really like ending up on our like two on four situations, like we saw a lot, where they got all their bodies back down and filled up every space, and we're not able to get shots up. We just yeah, gotta, I like, feel like,
1: like yeah, slow it down out. a bit.
0: I don't think we want we don't we definitely don't want to slow it down, but we're being forced to slow it down. Cause we're like a sparky young spunk team that just wants to go, go, go. Like we're a bunch Sorry. of bunch of Westbrooks, bunch of Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrooks out there. We want to run, down the, run down the offense, get a quick bucket. But yeah. the Bucs aren't allowing that to happen. So we gotta change our play style to actually be able to run plays.
1: Oh yeah. I mean the thing was, that's what it kinda was at the beginning. We're like it was once again when when, when they were up twenty one seven, like that twenty one seven run to start the game, it was a lot of this like you know, when we get fast breaks, it was like this two on four that would play good defense. And then we're forcing up bad shots with DeRozan shooting over two people, or you're taking like Voo just taking contested hook shots or something like that. And then, you know, when it just gets in your head and then you're starting missing, you're starting to miss the open shots. But then, like, when the second half, the one thing I like is that I actually saw a lot more ball movement and like getting like, um, you know, design offensive sets where you're getting guys like Caruso, like guys open threes in the corner and on th- at the top of the key, and it's like it was it was really nice to see after like seeing what kind of like shit show the offense was against Milwaukee a couple weeks ago, and same thing with Boston, like it, it like it was kind of like really, at some points like at some it was really on and off. It was like some points the offense was really flowing, and then other times it was just like to a dead halt.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one player who needs to get more respect is Javante Green. Those was out there, he was grabbing, I saw like he grabbed rebounds over Giannis, he was getting, he was putting his hands inside people's pockets, you know snatching out, they, they dribble uh, he's doing <laughs> what he's got to do in order to make an impact on that court. You know, I think we need to have more people who are out there like that, because Caruso does that and Javante Green does that so we need to let the other people be influenced by them while we're on defense, be able to just get in there and make stuff happen. Especially Vucevic, because he has no hustle for rebounds. Like bro just kind of stands there. I hope it comes to him. The like bro does not box out. He doesn't get in there. He doesn't, like, put his body around, try to grab the rebound over somebody. He just hopes it. Hope he gets it.
1: The thing that that was a Vucevic like in the first half, and the the thing was in the second half when Vucevic had that little run of his. Like it was like Vuce was on like demon time. Like he like got that rebound over Lopez and got the putback. He was like trotting backwards, clapping. Like he had that look in his eye. I'm like damn, like he on demon time. I I saw a different Vucevic for that little stretch. Like it was like he was playing really physical, like bodying guys down in the post. He like made made some hook shots in the post, like, he was being really physical, like, it was something that it was actually kind of fun to see, like, you're not used to that for Vooch.
0: Yeah, but that that's something you scared to do, though.
1: But With then, you yeah, once he's that. in the zone, he's good yeah. at it.
0: And it's like, now that we're in the playoffs, the refs let you play more physically, and they just they just let you go, they don't call as many fouls, even though during this game, I was like, oh, bro, wow. I need
1: to, we need to talk about it, because, okay, I know, right, people, like, you might think I mean, I don't know how many who actually are going to listen to this, but as everyone's saying, like, you know, it's like when your team loses, you get salty and blame the refs. But I just want to point out how, right, Levine gets his fifth foul off some bullshit, like, block foul. That's, mm-hmm. like, a clearly a charge. But then when, like – and the, but then, like, you know, or, like – it was clearly a blocking foul, but they called it a charge on Middleton. But when Giannis does the exact same thing, it's an and one. Like, and, and it's like you know, and it's a like game changing and one. And then, <laughs> and then at the same time, and then you know, then like that could have been the end of the game for Giannis. But then also like he he literally like leapfrog Pat Williams for a rebound, and they call it on uh, the loose ball foul on Pat Williams. That uh, could I'm have not literally. Lie.
0: What I, I'm I'm not like a. I don't know the rules completely, but I he kind of did back under him after he jumped. I don't know what you would call that as because technically he did go under him, but Giannis didn't need to jump there, so I don't, I don't really know what you would call that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if that. Yeah, whose fault that is and, like, I don't know how you would rule it, but, like, I feel like throughout the game, like – like, and then Bobby Portage is, like, completely elbowing Caruso. I'm like, oh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's I, fine. that
0: was some bullshit. That was some straight bullshit. I was pissed about that.
1: Like, it's it's just weird because it seems like it always happens, like, to the Milwaukee Bucks, like, just the Bucks, right? where they can play, like, really physical, and then they don't get in trouble, but then, like, th- then the other team can't play as physical. Like, it's weird. Like, because they're, they're allowing Giannis to just – Completely, just run over dudes who, like, you know, whoever that was, I forgot if that was Levine or like, uh, whoever, like I that, that when there was like mean. that and one, it was like, I know what you're talking about.
0: It was, it was they, like
1: it was like they weren't moving, bro. Like they had their yeah, feet no, that was set.
0: Absolutely charge oh, And they're like, oh the yeah,
1: and one. one, like, and and it's a big game changing and one. Like I know it's like it's very stereotypical to complain about the rest when you lose, but like. It's just it's a double standard when especially when it it's not like a hypothetical like oh this could have been happening but it's like literally when one side of the floor Levine gets called for a charge and then on the other side Giannis gets an and one it's kind of bullshit baby. I don't know
0: yeah nah I absolutely we we should have challenged that call that you were talking about on the rare because I don't know how how like blocking foul and charging foul works within like the paint and the uh, the charge circle or whatever it is, the charge arch. I don't uh, know what all the rules are specifically under there, but I absolutely believe that that should have been a charge. And that if that was a charge, we were winning the game for sure. Because,
1: because one, one, you take away those points, and then two, Giannis falls out.
0: I'm telling you, the Bucks are nothing if they don't have a star that isn't Giannis. You put any other star on this team, and they're nowhere near as good. Oh, yeah. That's obvious, like, a lot of teams are going to be like that because you build around your star. I'm not, like, knocking the bucks or anything, but if I mean, you take out Giannis, who do they really have to go – who do they really have to play through? Middleton? He scored, like, what, 11 points this game? Like something like was that. Not on. He... I mean,
1: yeah, Brooke Lopez had a nice game, but, like, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton played like shit. Like, we were clamping them.
0: Let me see. Chris Middleton, 11 points. Drew Holiday, 15 points. How many... Let me see. The other stuff. I
1: mean... Um,
0: Brooke Lopez had at 18. Four turnovers. Drew Holiday with four turnovers, too. Chris Middleton with seven turnovers. Like, they did not have good... That, that wasn't good games for them.
1: Like, I don't... Like, Absolutely. yeah, it's just like... It just, like, yeah, it was just interesting. But the thing was is that, honestly, like, um, going into this series, like, as much, you know, I want to be, like, a Bias Bulls fan and be like, oh, yeah, Bulls in four all the way. Um, I honestly had a, this feeling realistically that we might get swept, and it, like, was going to be ugly. Like, it was going to be bad. But seeing how, like, our defense got, like, better as the game went on and like, we actually figured out how to give them problems and force turnovers like, at the end because at the beginning it was horrible it, it was just like the game from a couple weeks ago where like they're just getting all the buckets they want like it was just like weird pushovers but then we finally figured something out and we got the game really close i just feel like you know if we just start converting on some open shots and capitalizing on some opportunities i just think that like i can say realistically like dead ass i think this is gonna be a a, actually a a closer series than people think like I mean everywhere people are like oh yeah the bucks are sweeping the bulls like I saw like multiple like videos of, of like analysts are like oh yeah it shouldn't be close like but I think it's gonna be yeah. I think it's actually a closer series now that they're seeing that and I think the bulls might actually win a game or two or three like maybe even four but like, yeah, sure.
0: like we definitely do have a chance but we gotta tell ourselves that we have a chance
1: yeah i think now that like because i think like well the problem was we were like in this rut because we kept it wasn't like oh we were just losing the good teams like the warriors the bucks the sixers like you know these top three seeds. it wasn't just that we were losing it's that we were getting blown out every time and now i think that since like we actually gave the bucks to the run for their money at their at their home court like I think in I I just think that they're gonna have like this newfound confidence, <laughs> and especially since you know you're like you you can tell yourself you're right there. Like, you're a couple buckets like from if like booch makes a couple buckets or DeRozan makes a couple buckets, like you're winning that game. Like and it's like mm-hmm. so I think it might they might have a newfound confidence and and hopefully it carries over.
0: Exactly. It was also like um how they ended their season too, because they played like a bunch of not so good teams and only beat like one of them in like the last five. And that was a really like awful end of the season. So they're coming in with that terrible end, and and then we got to play against this like the reigning champion Milwaukee Bucks that made almost no changes. So they're still basically the reigning champion Milwaukee Bucks. And you know we're we're scared because they're a really good team and they were like. 14 and one or I guess 15 and one now since the last time in the last 15 meets meetings we've had. So we're not like built to go against them. But I think what we got to do is start giving them that, like, let him score, shut down the rest mentality. Cause we're not stopping Giannis and we got to just accept that. So we put big guy on him, Tristan Thompson, Patrick Williams, whoever you want to try to keep them out the paint and lock down everybody else. Because we weren't doing that at all. We were throwing bodies at Giannis. We put like three, four people on him at a time, trying to just make sure he doesn't score and leaving people wide open at the arch and just giving him wide open shots. Oh yeah, because,
1: yeah, that was like one of the that was one of the dagger shots at the end because they got the Giannis got the ball and I remember it was like we like triple teamed him for whatever reason. They got a wide open three. Like it was it was a dagger.
0: Uh, You're seeing like the string defense go around, and they're all just like watching Giannis. You see him take the ball up, you got your man, you got his man on him, but you also got everybody else on the court watching Giannis, and they should be on their man's, otherwise you're going to end up in a KD-Jason Tatum situation. Yeah.
1: I I just think that, yeah, like, let Giannis – like, maybe just, just focus on keeping Giannis out of the paint and, like, just focus on the rest of the guys. Because, like, I mean, Giannis, like, if you think about it, right, if you as a basketball team can score, you know, like, um, obviously, um, if you can score, like, 90 to 100 points, Giannis not scoring 90 to 100 points, I mean, obviously, some guys are going to score every now and then, but yeah. I'm saying, I'm just, it's not, it's impossible to shut everyone completely down, but if you can just, like, yeah, let, let Giannis go, like, for 35, 40, but, like, keep, keep Middleton, like, you know, around 10, and, like, Holiday at, like, 10, and, like, Brooke Lopez at, like, 10, like, you know, I think you'll be in good, like, shape, like, I don't
0: know. I... Yeah, even tonight, you see, like, if we gave we, gave four, we gave Giannis 45, the rest of the team scores 35 in total. That makes, like, what? what is that, 80? 80 points? Yeah. And then you saw our team, we scored 86, and we were shooting terrible. Like, I don't know what our exact field goal percentage was, but it was fun.
1: Oh, yeah, so I, I can, we I can grab shots. that.
0: Like, we, we make our shots. We, like, just let Giannis be Giannis. Don't make him want to pass the ball out, because that's what's going to end up killing us if we. Yeah,
1: we we shot thirty-two point three percent from the field and eighteen point and we shot eighteen point nine percent
0: from three. Oh, so awful. Seven for thirty-seven. That's crazy. So
1: I feel like literally. If we just start making shots, we'll be fine because how many times did we have a, a good offensive possession, a good set, we got a good shot off? Like I mean, obviously there were some times where the Rosen or Levine or Vooch took some bullshit shot, but like a lot of times it was like a good shot. Like Vooch would be wide open from the top of the arc and you just clank. I mean it was just like you, you gotta make those. Yeah,
0: Vooch right? was two for ten from three today. He went two for ten from three. And like, we got to get our guys' confidence back because DeMar was 6 for 25, Uch was 9 for 27, Levine was 6 for 19. Like, our guys were not shooting well.
1: Yeah, so... so...
0: Confidence back, get their shots being made because, I don't know, I'm not doing the math on that, but if we made half of the other shots that we were, like, wide open to take, then we could have beat the team tonight instead of giving them the 80, like, if we just give Giannis his buckets and stop everyone else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just think that overall, I mean, you. I think we just saw flashes. I mean, like, during our runs, like, in the second and third quarter, I mean, like, we were literally just outplaying the Bucks in general. It was just that since we just let them out to such a big lead out the gate, it, it, it was like it was a big hole to, to climb out of but I just think that seeing how we were able to climb out of that hole and actually make it a game and even had the lead at points like there's potential and I mean that's what this game really shows that mm-hmm. it, it was just flashes from everybody and that you know we can give this team a run for our money I mean it's not it's not going to be easy it's it's going to be it's going to be a, a really it's really hard obviously but like but uh, there, it's just there's a chance. That's that's basically what this game showed.
0: Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much,
1: yeah. 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 Pretty much.
0: Um. um you wanna you wanna say anything about about this?
1: About the bulls, I think I'm yeah. good about I'm good about the bulls.
0: I'm good too.
1: Yeah. yeah. and kind of just a round things off from the playoffs. I mean, right now, as we're recording this, um, the Pelicans and Suns are in the second quarter, and the Suns are beating the Pelicans by 15 already. So, I mean, it it looks like, unless, you know, the Pelicans do like kind of the Bulls did, which kind of doesn't look like, but um, I feel like the Suns are going to take care of business against the Pelicans, and it's going to be pretty straightforward.
0: I mean, the Pelicans are, like, underwhelmingly well-built, but everybody sleeps on them because they don't have Zion.
1: Yeah, they, they they really, like, in the future need Zion to, like, get fit and, like, play. Like, you know, like, bring a lot of star power to the whole thing.
0: Did you repeat that real quick, actually? I didn't hear you.
1: I said that like, um, what? I literally just blanked out. What the heck? Something
0: about something about Zion.
1: Oh, I, I was just saying like how um they really just need Zion to get healthy and get back on the floor. Like, I don't know when that's gonna be, but.
0: I mean, I just saw a video of him like the other day. He had like a big old three sixty. He was head at the rim. During a shoot around or Yeah, or
1: I mean, it's just like, it's weird like he
0: because. Look, he's not looking unhealthy. Like, he's looking good. He's not, he's not looking like he's out of shape or anything. I think Giannis can make it, or Zion can make a comeback pretty soon.
1: Yeah, it's just, I don't know what's going on with that whole situation.
0: His issue was is he's got to drop a lot of weight and he's got to keep it off.
1: Yeah. It's hard with his diet of gumbo
0: and shrimp. The thing is, like, even though he's not fat anymore, Zion still relies on being, like, muscular. And muscular is still weight. So when you're going up and you come down, like, you're going up as high as Zion does, and you come down with all that weight, you're still putting a lot of strain on your body when you're, like, landing. So he's going to have to slim down on that, you know, slim down um, even his muscle, and that's gonna take away from his game a lot, because Zion plays bully ball. So I don't know how he's gonna transition from not being able to do that. Yeah. At least not yeah. as much. He probably still be able to, but not as much.
1: He just needs, yeah, like you know, cut the fat, cut the fat, and like put on muscle. I mean, that's what he needs to do.
0: He, he just needs to get lighter. This is his issue.
1: Yeah. Imagine there's hops though if he gets lighter.
0: True. Holy oh, big bouncy. Oh God. What? But like the Pelicans, their team even without Zion is really not bad.
1: Oh yeah, it has potential for sure. I just feel like they need a couple pieces, like a yeah, big. They piece. Need like
0: a really big. They need their star star, which they they don't have right now. They got, like, the depth they're, – they're, like, a depth team, which you would build around a star, but they don't have that star yet. I don't know what position you'd even want that star to be in because of how well they're built around, though. Probably yeah. Point guard. Yeah, the Pelicans
1: point. are re- – yeah, it's weird how, like, the Pelicans are, like, a team where, like, they seem really – like – on the surface, they're really good to build around, but then when you look into it, they're kind of hard to build around. I yeah. mean, I should say, like, they're, they're – or, like – or I, I should rephrase that. Like, the Pelicans are a team that seem, seems like a team that would be really good if you add a really good piece, but you don't know – it's really difficult to find that really good piece for them. I'm like – Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly – it may just be because CJ's there, but I think Dame might be one of their best options to pick up.
1: Honestly, they don't I mean, have the, a
0: really good point guard. Yeah, they, they don't the, have a, well Dame when he's healthy. He's he hasn't been healthy for a little bit, but yeah.
1: <laughs> the dynamic duo like right now, just moves from Portland to New Orleans.
0: Is there starting point guard like Jose Alderu? Let me see.
1: I think. Wait, I'm,
0: trying to, to,
1: okay. I'm trying to memorize it at the top of my head. Um, uh, I don't know if I really want to pull up. I guess it will.
0: So I'm accurate. Oh, uh, let me the What do they still got? they still got Zion starting in this. This website, like you're actually stupid. Okay. Their starting
1: lineup was line-up. was for this game was Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Jonas, Valanciunas, um, Herbert Jones, and oh, Jackson Jones. Hayes. So that means either Herbert
0: Jones. Oh. I mean
1: These are is Herbert Jones. Herbert Jordan Jones.
0: So, Jones. CJ started point guard then.
1: Yeah, I think CJ's their yeah, point guard.
0: Unless I put BI, no, weird, I don't think so. I think I think, so. I
1: think, I think um, McCollum's are point guard.
0: BI was shooting guard then. Right, that makes yes, that makes sense.
1: They're actually kind of big, like because you have Valachunas yeah, and Hayes. They got
0: three forwards. They got three forwards and then six eight or around 6'8", Ingram, at shooting guard, even. Where they got two centers forward and then a big old shooting guard.
1: Yeah. But yeah, but really, yeah. go ahead.
0: Well, really, like, what are you going to do against the Suns as this team?
1: Oh,
0: yeah. You're, like, you, try yeah. not to lay down. Just, just try not to lay down and take it. Try to put up a little bit of a fight, but let's be real. Let's just keep it real here. No shot. Oh yeah, it's um. Yeah, there's
1: nothing you can do against the. I mean, the Suns are just too well built, too well coached, and I, the Pelicans just aren't ready yet. That's why. That's why they're an eight seed. I. They're just not ready yet.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe even Zion is their superstar that they need. <laughs> yeah, I don't but watch Pelican the boy games. just
1: needs
0: to get I healthy. I don't watch Pelican games. I don't know what they're really missing.
1: Yeah, I don't so, watch a lot of Pelican
0: games. Game. on paper like they're missing a pure point guard. But I don't know if they actually need that or not. I'm not sure how CJ's doing on point guard. Oh, Jose yeah. Alvinduro, he's pretty he's pretty crafty. Pretty crafty fellow.
1: <laughs>
0: the, the, little, the little signature come from behind.
1: Yeah, that now people are actually have to look out for that. <laughs> it's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't figured it out already because I'm still seeing him get highlights of doing that.
1: How, do yeah. they, how would hey, you not? How, how,
0: you got to look out for him. You no, know, he's like really smart with how he does it too because he goes over by his team's bench. Looks like he's just there.
1: Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just on the bench. He's, swoop. he's like, yeah, I was on the bench It's so
0: fine.
1: Everything's fine. You're...
0: When you're playing the Pelicans and you're taking the ball up the court, but you only see four players ahead of you.
1: <laughs> it's over, bro. Uh, so, that – do you have anything to add about that series? Or if not, that kinda of wraps up the playoff games. Yeah. Game one Pretty so much to it up to
0: me. you wanna talk about something outside of the playoffs?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say do you want do you want to hit on a topic kinda of like or because that would be a good way to end it, just to, like, I want just to kind hate
0: of, on the mellow ball again because we could do that all the time.
1: Is that on the topic ball?
0: No, let's talk about the whole, why the Hornets had to walk to their playing game. You're telling me you're all on NBA contracts and you can't afford a taxi or an Uber because your bus wasn't there.
1: Bro, like Come and on. Then I guarantee you they go around, like the players go around and like, oh yeah, that's why we lost. We had to walk.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I, I was tired from walking. Tired from walking there. Yeah, let's just I just
1: hit on these hornets of okay? It's not only that, but you had a fucking um Bridges just fucking just whip his mouth guard like
0: this, this poor Ooh, girl. Yeah, he did do it.
1: <laughs> like,
0: yeah. He said he said this is not acceptable. Like, <laughs> like this is unacceptable. You gotta contact like they're acting like that wasn't you who did that.
1: <laughs> I know, he's like Oh, this is unacceptable. Like, like you should say like,
0: hey, oh, like I, I, you, I, <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you had to say something like, oh, this, this was a very, or you can say like, oh, like Wait, I acted really poorly or so, something along that line. But he's like, oh, no, man. that's unacceptable. Uh, he's talking like that's he's referring to someone else.
0: Yeah, I swear. Like, think like a, a responsibility, here, man. It's
1: a personality disorder or something. <laughs> He's like, that ain't me, bro. <laughs> they
0: got you on 4K. This is the clearest shit I've ever seen. And then, How yeah. got you on 4K. <laughs> that,
1: ain't, that ain't me, me that ain't bro. Yeah. That ain't me. And that then on top of right. that, LaMelo Ball shot the bed. Who would have thought?
0: Yeah. Shocked. Did you know who and, did it on the playing game? What? The uh, word 46. 46 for Anthony Edwards. I'm gonna play a game. <laughs> Ant is better
1: than Lamelo. Ant is better now. than Lamelo.
0: I take it back. I take <laughs> back what I said last time. Ant is better than Lamelo. No contest.
1: And then on top of that, you see like how like all all this shit just happened to the Hornets because now, like, LaMelo is basically blaming the fact that he wears number two. He's like, because in his press conference, he's like, oh, I can't wear number two no more. I was never meant to wear number two. I gotta be number one next year.
0: For real. <laughs> like, these, they're just making a whole bunch of excuses. Like, you had the excuse that you're super young and a rebuilding team. Like, their team has never been good. So, is it even rebuilding if you've never been good? Is it just building. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there you go. The Hornets are just a you're building,
0: a building team. Yeah, yeah you're a building, building team. Hoping to get somewhere, and so far you haven't. This is your second year in the league. Like, relax a little.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, the thing was, I didn't expect much out of the Hornets anyway, the, yeah,
0: and I like they, they and now that, to make the
1: and they feel all this like weird pressure because I mean, like Bridges got so pissed off where he just. Whipped his mouth guard at the crowd, and then you know they're talking about how they didn't have a, they not have transportation, and then Mamello Ball is blaming it on the fact that he wears number two, even though he chooses that number. I mean, like
0: yeah, like I think, and he had the opportunity last season to change it. I want to bring that back up, but he decided he just missed it or whatever. Like if he's he really like, wanted, he's like,
1: oh yeah, two for me, and now he's like, never mind.
0: If you really wanted to change it. You wanted to miss the deadline, but whatever. Like, what the hell was I gonna say? But yeah, they feel like they gotta do really well because of all the media that they get.
1: And they're fucking everywhere boundaries. you
0: look. It's always Hornets, Hornets, Hornets. I don't care. I don't like the Hornets. Whatever. I don't like the
1: Hornets either. Even though I'm an MJ guy, fuck the Hornets.
0: I'm a, I'm a huge MJ guy, but I don't like the Hornets. He could have bought a good team.
1: <laughs> you
0: he bought and it he just ma- to flex that he could afford it. Let's <laughs> be real. And
1: he kind of su- sucks at team building. Not gonna lie. Yeah.
0: Well, dude, the owner doesn't necessarily do it. That's what you. Hire no, he's the
1: GM. I thought.
0: No, he's the owner. Oh,
1: is, he, is, he <laughs> is he just? I, I I, I thought he I of thought he had control. over the owner, I, I thought he had roster control.
0: Yeah, he definitely. He's the owner. He definitely has Nah, he's a uh, Mitch. What the hell is his name? Mitch Kupchak, Kupchak is the uh, the GM. Oh, I want to controller Yeah, yeah, he's been the GM. So MJ owns it, but you get when you're the owner, like you can uh, you could control who gets hired and stuff, but you don't have to be the GM.
1: I mean, yeah, it's like. I thought he had like he was like a owner and GM type thing where he had like roster control and all that, but I guess I was wrong.
0: Honestly, he probably should be. He probably should be be doing better than they're doing right now. But nah, he he don't care no more. Let's keep it real, MJ. He did his time.
1: Anything else you want to hit on in the basketball world?
0: I want to hit on uh, Alex Caruso after that defensive performance.
1: Yeah that that's that's a good that that's a good way. I mean yeah. This um Alex Caruso um I want I want to fuck you um badly. I want I want your bald head inside me.
0: My with Alex Caruso cut the cut the recording. That's that's how we end it.